Welcome everybody to an episode of Cupid's the Book. I'm your host, Maz, joined here as always with my brother, Jordan. Yes, sir. And today we are covering the entirety of Miss Warren's secret history. And because we're covering the entirety of it, this will be more of a shotgun episode. We're just going to, we're not really going to go in order. We're just going to talk. I mean, I guess we can summarize the entire thing here in a second but like we're not gonna go like you know chapter by chapter we'll summarize the entire thing big picture and then talk about the little details here and there um but yeah it this <laughs> this was amazing this was he like ended it really well mm-hmm. yeah i liked this so 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 much so um, this is i mean this is between the first trilogy and the second trilogy this happening yes and it yeah. goes into the second trilogy because well really it starts like basically right at the end of um final empire so not even the end of the first trilogy so hero of ages you mean yeah uh, oh no no yeah you're right you're right because yeah okay it starts so let's just go ahead and get into it like we'll do a quick like run down big picture stuff Kelsier, as soon as he dies, his soul comes out and he's like asked, do you want to stay or do you want to go to, you know, the great beyond or whatever? <laughs> and uh, Kelsier being the survivor that he is uh, basically says no. No, he's um, like, it's like he's just being stubborn. Yeah. Still in death. He felt, uh, yeah, it's, it's to me, it seems like he still feels a need, like that he still has work left to do. Right. Um, and he punches God in the face. Yeah, I mean, only Kelsier, my friend. Only Kelsier. It, I was yeah. laughing pretty hard. I think I was listening to the beginning of this book. Because I, I listened to the beginning, read the middle, and listened to the end. Yeah, And I was kinda, just laughing at my car. <laughs> kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, so he he sees like you know everything kind of going on. I think he can he starts piecing things together. He goes to the well of ascension itself, and he feels that power within. Right, and this is this is this is something that's awesome because the reason he got in the well is so he could stay alive. You know what I yes. mean? But he's yeah. stuck because he yeah because eventually he was like kind of fading away. Right. Right. Um, because they don't really have a choice, so no, it, it, it's it's pretty much indefinite. Depending on how much was it, did they say that you would float off? But it depends on how much investiture you had or how much whatever that was, right? Yeah, I think yeah, there are certain like most I think I made that yeah, yeah, it would would like would float away very quickly. But yeah, him. Being like you, like you said, I don't know if it's more investiture or what it is. It may be identity. Yeah, like his identity just latched onto the uh, uh, schedule a lot stronger, so it took longer right. to pass, I guess. Um, but yeah, anyway. But regardless, it wouldn't matter because he deposits basically his soul, so to speak, into the well of ascension. Um, right. Which, so he's putting his own like power basically into it, right? So my question becomes. If we go back and read Well Ascension, when she touches it, does she feel something familiar? Vin, I mean. Because if she did, that familiar feeling could have been Kelsey. Kelsier. Yeah. Well, and I thought this too, like, when they released 
um, ruin, Kelsier took his spot, right? Is that essentially what happened? Um, Kelsier took his spot within the Well of Ascension, you mean? Yeah. I don't or, think so, because he leaves the Well of Ascension anyways, doesn't he? I, I think so. I kind of, when I was reading, this is a question I had like today, because I was just thinking about it, because it has been a while since I've read this. Yeah, and I think... Yeah, I think I don't think he was tied to it because he does leave, remember, and he goes like far and wide. He goes to a complete like. But that's because Vin released him. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Because she released the power. Yeah, because he was part of it as well. So he was imprisoned right, right, alongside right, right. Rune. So, um, but... wait, did the well ever dry up? Did we figure that out? The well dries up when she released it, right? I think so. Like, there's nothing left in it, to my understanding. So, okay. But anyways, though. Um... By the way, the uh, person that he is talking to is the same one whose body collapses in the Hero of Ages. Do you remember that? Wait, say that one more one time. Preservation died. Uh, like his body, like just his consciousness, like basically died in Hero. Yeah, because because he gave it to Vin. Yes, but that was even before that. He remember uh, there was a oh, Hero of Ages right. chapter where they talked about a body just. Uh, died right there and then next the literally the chapter after that, the beginning in the epigraph says that's talking about how the um yeah i think it was ellen uh if he had just looked yeah. around he would have found the body of a former god so that was him uh, oh that was fuzz that was, yes that was fuzz yeah forever that his nickname was fuzz um, because 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 that means that the 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 first god saved fuzz or in some fashion they took place so he took place he took his place because remember he had to stop ruin so he sealed him away with his energy so then fuzz took his spot that's what i don't understand right the whole concept of like well the well of ascension itself is made the prison is made partially with the uh the consciousness of preservation Right, like right. Um, so I agree with you. I think. So does that mean? Does that mean that after that consciousness was used off to create the prison, was there a new being that ascended to preservation? Right, and you'd have to think what what is that taking from the rest of the universe for that to happen? Like, what is going on around that planet? Like, are other people watching this happen? And they're like, oh. Schedule's mine now because yeah. this is happening, you know. Yeah, I agree. So, again, just to get through the quick summary, um, so he gets out whenever the Well of Ascension, like Vin releases the power at the Well of Ascension, and then he leaves, uh, and then he meets with Chris and Nas, which we'll get to again in a second. And Chris and Nas, they're in another novel, aren't they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're from other. They're World Harpers for sure. Like they're Hoyt. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, um, uh, he he does see the well of ascension. He he learned that docks and clubs were killed, and I think it will again. We'll get to that later. But anyways, he goes far and wide. He goes to like the edge of where uh, Ati, who is ruined, Ati, Ati, yeah, Ati. Sorry, mm -hmm. so Ati, um, the edge of his like power, like he he cannot. I, th I, he, I think he's still growing in power, so he cannot actually like get his see everything. Yeah, so that was kind of cool to see. Yeah, and you, like, Kelsier can see everything that's going on in the world too. I'm understanding. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty yeah, sure that he can see everything going on in the world. 
Um, he does, I will say, uh, when he notices he sees AT, and we saw him as well in Hero of Ages, it's like a young boy with red hair, is the way that it is. Yes. You yep. know, in my head canon, all I see when every time I think of AT is Sasori. Sasori the Red Sand? The true body of Sasori, that young boy with red hair. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's a good one. That's I could see that. That's who I see in my head. I'm like, it's Sasori. Uh, but anyways, um, there, there's a lot of talk of the physical realm, spiritual realm, and stuff like that, so we'll get to that. But anyways, he gets to the very end, and in the Hero of Ages, like while all this is going... Oh, uh, by the way, he's also the one that pushes Larassa's hands to stab El- um, Elend. Yes. So that was kind of yes. crazy. Um, but he he starts tricking these group of people, which I they they make Aeons, which yes. again Irie. Irie. I mean, yeah, come on, old lady. Um, so he like trolls them around, and then eventually, when Spook ascends to king, he uh, continues like trying to talk to him, and then he has Spook put uh, I think a hemorrhagic spike in himself again. And Spook was able to see the real kills here, right? Because and they, yes, yeah. So okay, so let's now that we got that summarized, let's go ahead and drill down into like the details that really stuck out to me or big moments. Um, do you have any off the top of your head? Yes, 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 yes. Ahead, the one big moment that I'm thinking about right now is the fact that we now know that Spook did bring Kelsier back to life. Yes. So your prediction of Spook still being alive could very, very well happen. Yeah. A. B. Kelsier could still be alive. I agree. Maybe. I mean, I, that's my thing. If they, if they, if 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 Kelsier's knowledge of hemallergy and ferrochemy and um, al- alamancy, he brought that to the Southern Scadrial. So maybe he's colonizing the rest of Scadrial. Maybe there's a Northwest East Scadrial. And where all we know is center schedule and southern schedule. So, is is he is he continuing to spread this because he knows there's another threat, or where's Kelsier? Where's Spook? Because yeah, if if they knew all of that, they have to be alive. Yeah, I think they there has to be some like what is their goal here, right? Like Kelsier, for example, what is his goal? I mean, do you think it's to save the people of Southern Schedule? Because they do make a, he makes a point that when Sasid hurt the world, hurt the world, redid the world, or the world was reborn, he did leave Southern Schedule in a really bad spot. Yeah. Really bad. But at the same time, it's like, again, you're going to hurt some people. with Right, and he makes that point. So, um, I'll be honest with you, I was not super... um, pleased with Sezed and Kelsier's like conversations with each other. It felt um it, it felt like Sezed was looking down on Kelsier. Yeah. And it, I think I don't, I don't know how much of that is preservation and the ruin side kind of, you know, like he's kind of ascended to godhood, so he's not I don't know how much of Sezed is left in there. Right. I know that that's a big concept amongst like, you know, these types of storylines. Well, I mean, didn't we see Sacid in, you know, in the 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 Wax and Wayne series? I mean, the way I saw him, I think it was still Sacid. I just think that 
he has more to think about now. That's, and he has to be, be fair. That could be a big part of it. Um, but, yeah, this is... Uh, all this was so... Okay, also, uh, clubs and docks, when they die, docks apparently Stop. cursed Kelsier. Yes, yes, Do dude. I was that? in tears. I was in tears. Do I believe it? Yeah. Yes. You do? I don't. <clears throat> and there's a reason. The first three books, every time Kelsier did something, you know Docs was right there. And there was multiple occasions in the past where Docs was like, no, bad idea, no. And he followed Kelsier to the end, and he met his fate by a Colossus. Like, yeah, I'd kind of cuss Kelsier too. But do you think that... That's that hurt me, right? Because they're like such tight friends. So, do you think that he would not consider Kelsey a friend, or do you think it's still friends? But it's just like, yes. dude, you, yes, you messed up. <laughs> yep. Okay, okay, I could, I could see that. And I think, I think if it's just that, I could understand. But like, my mind could not accept that Docs and Kelsey were just not friends. You know? <clears throat> um, right, and it, the the way I thought about it was is. Me, like, we'll put it in terms of me and you. If I was really mad at you, mm-hmm. I would tell you, mm-hmm. like Docs did, but then I would, you know, give her you know, space, And but we're still friends. It doesn't make me we're not any less of a friend. It's just we're mad at each other and we need to get over it, you know, that's stuff fair. like that. Okay, no, that's fair. But, and that's what I'm saying. Like, when I read that, it, like, it hurt me. I was like, ooh, this, this is not good. Um, right. Another emotional thing that I want to, I want to go through the emotional stuff first so we can talk about the greater Cosmere implications and, you know, world building after. Um, Kelsey and Vin saying goodbye to each other. Stop. Oh, my. Stop. God, that was destroying me. That was destroying just, me. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I, that was, that was rough. Uh, that was tough because it was like it was a father and daughter. Yes, that's it what was. it was. And yeah, and like, and you know now, right? So it's like for you, it's uh-huh. ah, that was it's it's different. It is different, and I yeah, it I want to say it was giving me anxiety, but it was making me very nervous and like on edge. Like I just I didn't like that feeling, but it was also it was enjoyable in the sense that like you know it made you feel such powerful emotions, and I think it just right. goes to show how attached i felt to the characters that it got such an emotional reaction for me um and then you know he was saying like he's sitting there like watching ellen like he hates ellen even despite all this right he's like okay he's a good guy and everything but like you know he's like protective like a father over finn and um, right so ellen dies first and he's just like staying there with ellen and ellen just doesn't even care like nope and then, then, you know, then he dies and then he wants Vin to stay with him. And Vin's like, you know, uh, done. And I, I think it goes back again. Um, you weren't here when we had covered Mistborn Era 1. But for those of you who have been listening along, like basically since day one, this is a thing that me and my brother had talked about. <clears throat> that Kelsier was a necessary darkness when it came to rebelling against the Lord Ruler, right? Like, it, you know that that saying, you can't make omelet without cracking a few eggs? Like, that was Kelsier's style. Like, you can't, you have to get your hands dirty. Yeah. Like, you're fighting I mean, against an immortal god king, and 
you're not gonna, you know, do some questionable things, then you're gonna have to. And so but mm-hmm. but that makes people dark, right? And that's why usually those people I would say generally are not fit to rule once the rebellion is done. Because right. they're they just carry too much darkness in them. Right. Um and I think Vin was essentially saying the same thing to him, like, you know, you never really learned how to love. Uh, and I, she wasn't trying to hurt him, but she was trying to teach him. Uh, so that it was just so sad. And she had to say goodbye to her and everything. Aww, like, that's tough. I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely emotional, um, an emotional thing. He he did that. He did that to us on purpose. Yeah, I was not ready. Um, but yeah, is um, just uh, it was written pretty well, if I have to say so. It, like the fact that he wrote that in there, I appreciate that. I did too. It was. Um, and then you know, and it did kind of tip me off that like. I feel like with Secret History, it should have tipped me off of it that Kelsier was there in the... What is it? What kind of realm is this called? It's not the physical realm, obviously. It's the cognitive, cognitive. I think. I think, yeah. yeah I think it's his know. consciousness that's floating around. Yeah. So whenever, remember, Sazed had wrote in a book at the end of Hero of Ages saying that, like, you know, upon Kelsier's request, I've made you a Mistborn. Do you remember that? Yeah. So that was awesome seeing that. And I think... Kelsier made him a Mistborn for his own need. He's like, if Spook is a Mistborn, he'll be powerful, and then I can use him to come back to life. <laughs> you know, I'll be, okay, so I was literally just going to say exactly that, that I think he made him a Mistborn for, her, for his own agenda. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know how much I like that, that, you know, Kelsier is kind of like very self-serving, which we know that he is, but he also does it a lot for other people. Like, it's, you can't deny that, right? Let me put it. Let me let me see. So, what if Kelsier extended Spook's life to use Spook as a catalyst to make his inventions for the Southern Scadrians, and that's how he made the Bands of Mourning? Because eventually, he pierced Spook with hemallergic spikes when Spook died, turned himself into a full. I mean, I guess you could say feral chemist by maybe gathering other feral chemists so he was a mistborn when he came back and then he was a feral chemist and then he started his experiments so what if he just used spook for all that like i don't i don't i'm thinking that's what happened um i guess like i don't know Uh, we need more yeah i mean i don't know like it's uh I'm done making predictions at this point. I'll be honest. Yeah, that's true. I, I did feel kind of upset with myself that I take off on that, like, hey, Kelsier's uh, consciousness would still be around because Sazed does say at the end of Hero Ages, right? That, like, you know, I asked him if they wanted to come back and they went off themselves, like, you know, onto the great beyond together to right. rest. And he does say that Kelsier asked for me to make you a Mistborn. So it's like, the the writing was there, the, right? The hints that there is this. After you die, there is that middle place that the stepping stone onto the 
great beyond. So that was right. But anyways, um, so is that considered? Is that the considered the spiritual I realm? Which be, means the spiritual realm goes is that last one. Because then, like, then, like, then we could possibly see Vin and Ellen again, just in the spiritual realm. Or is the spiritual realm just the a, they use beyond it beyond the gods, right? Like even Sazed can't really see what's in there. Because like isn't Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think about that some more. I do wonder though if Kelsier is like stuck for good though. This uh co uh cognitive realm. Hmm. Right? Because that would suck. Like just never being able to move on. But then again, he is a survivor for a reason, so... But didn't he come back? Didn't Kelsier come back? There's a possibility that Kelsier's either still alive, stuck in the cognitive realm... Yeah, no, or and, and that's I mean. We like, still have he, the... He, I'm sure he's still alive in some uh, fashion, but that's what I mean, right? Like, being immortal, right? Just have watching everyone that you love constantly die around you, make new friends, you make new family members... And then watch them die again, and you're still alive. Like, that would suck, right? You know, uh, it's, I agree. So, yeah, I think that I wonder if he, uh, if it is hemology that's kind of tying his soul to the body. I wonder if he can. Uh, I'm wondering if he can like just take that spike out and then just tell says that all right, I've done my time. Let me go. And then says that just boots him over to the uh, spiritual realm. I don't know the way Kelsier's been. I doubt Kelsier's given up anytime soon. Yeah. Dude's gonna live for two thousand years, three thousand years. I think it's kind of crazy, but anyways, um, Kelsier outside of Luthadel, he sees like a campfire, which he sees within the, you know, the cognitive realm, and it it's Chris and Naj. Who Naj. Know, but Chris Chris, we do know. She was at um what Wax thought to be a terrorist woman looking lady who asked him about uh the physics of their elements. Is remember? that her? Yeah. <coughs> okay. That is right. That's right. We did talk about that. I think we were on the mat talking about that too. Yeah, we were we were. Um but yeah, so that that's her. But okay, so guys like Hoyd, right, and Chris and Naj, what is their like goal? Which is that exactly? You're right. What is their goal? And we have to ask that same question to everybody that's in the cognitive realm. Right, like, yeah, why right. are you so still hanging yeah, on? Exactly. And or ask the question of how did you get here? And yet your body is still alive on these planet or planets. Yes. And and then to extend on that, like what what was her name? Irie, right? Who is from Elantris, it seems like. And she was ta I understand her goal. It was she wants to ascend to a shard as well. She was waiting right. for either ruin or preservation's, I guess like power to be available. And she wanted to ascend to like shard level. Um, so that's a little crazy that they, people have the knowledge of that. 
and that they knew to be in Scadrio for that. So something's and yes, on, right? yep. like how did she know? Like, okay, we gotta leave Elantris here and we gotta go to Scadrio because it's pretty here, like coming soon. Uh, there the the shards will be available for the taking. That's suspicious. So did now then then your question's like, well, is she here like are they actually dead or is like maybe that's the Elantrians that died previously or is she an Elantrian Yeah, I wonder how now. timing works, right? Within between in between these planets, right? Because different planets have different years and rate right. of time, right? Like Mercury there the uh they revolve uh, the the planet Mercury revolves around the sun very quickly. So that's how years mm-hmm. are calculated, right? But it rotates very slowly. So the days are really long on Mercury, but the years are right. really short. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is uh <laughs> this is crazy. And and then we could ask all these questions and you know, he might not ever get back to us. But I really do hope Maybe we read this. Maybe we finish Stormlight, and then he's got four or five other books in the Cosmere done. Oh, I mean, Eleventh Metal is coming out this year, right? I know. So, do we stop Stormlight, reread, Ooh. read the Eleventh Metal, Probably and then not, come back? I'm, I'm going to be pretty, pretty into Stormlight. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah, that that's the thing. The the we well, if we're talking about the Eleventh Metal. Which it could be at metal. We know that at this point. Mm. Well, it's not the eleventh metal. Sorry, it's a lost metal. Lost metal. That's right. Sorry, but we do learn finally. This is where we actually learn, right? That there's only sixteen alimantic metals. Yes. But there are god metals, and we talked about this before. There's like four god metals, I think. At ATM, I don't think there's any ATM left. At ATM, Laracium, and Malatium? Or is Malatium... All right, Malatium? No, Malatium is something else. I don't think Malatium counts as one of the... Uh, does it? No, it does count as, uh, as an alloy. It does. So there's alloys of god metals? Yes. At metal is so Harmonium, is another name for it. So there's ATM and then Malatium, which is an alloy of that. Laracium... At metal trillium, um, I'm going to guess that there's Brilliant. probably going to be 16 god metals. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. What? Yeah. No. Okay. Oh, nope. Yeah. Nope. Okay. okay so the 16 base metals. Those are all metals that are um, that come from preservation, right? Like alamancy comes from preservation. So that one splinter of the god, which the splinter being the shard being preservation that one splinter has 16 pieces of his magic system which is alamancy um but that does bring up um what is it that i think trellium so so can shard blades oh we'll get shard blades when we get the stormlight but i don't i think i think that just has to be a play on the word right no it's not i'm not falling for that um no and i'm telling you dude there's gonna be all if we ever get to the point where they, sh- if they, if this is true, the 16, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, could you imagine 16 god medals? Like, what? And they can only be used in the cognitive realm, maybe? 
don't know. So if Laracium reads, um, Alamancy. There has to be one thing that creates Hemallergy. No, no Hemallergy. No, no. Wait, sorry. No, Ferrochemy. Ferrochemy. Yeah. That I'm gonna guess is. Um, for I doubt it's Trail. You, you doubt it's Trail? Yeah, because Trail's I new, mean, right? I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, that's but true. That's the but thing. Like, what? We still have. I guess we'll never get that ant done. Hemallergy. Who knows? Because there has to be a metal that grants you hemallergy. Or maybe it's just the ability, or maybe everybody has the ability, it just needs to be unlocked by a key. Yeah. And at, at birth, maybe you're at, maybe it's already unlocked. Hmm. This is very interesting. For some people. Um, so, yeah, we, I think we end up going around in circles, but she does, Chris, let's talk about the 16 shards oh, yeah. and an adonalcium. And this is one thing that I really wanted to talk about. What are the 16 shards of Adonalcium? Now, the way that I understand it, Adonalcium was, it seems like it was one god. And then people, six, a group of 16 people came and destroyed him and shattered him into 16 pieces. Shards. Yeah. And. Those original sixteen took hold of that and you know ascended to shardhood. That's one way to put it. Right. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. So. So, like, my my question is: is 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 Trell a floater? <laughs> if he's a shard, is he just floating out there? Is he like a comet then? Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm guessing, but the, here's the thing, though. We need to, we know that the, the names of each of those shards make up, you know, Adonalcium. So Ruin, Preservation, and I know there was, I forget, there was another name. Sorry, there are names for the gods for, like, you know, Elantris and Warbreaker and, you know, Stormlight as well. They don't, I don't think they really mentioned it. So Trell has to be his name in the same way says that is, you know, Harmony's name. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was... Uh, that I, so there is a series that he's writing called Dragon Steel, um, which takes place apparently way before the Cosmere happens. So I'm guessing it's gonna talk about the actual shattering itself. That would be oh, really awesome. Dude, I oh my god, I could not, I cannot wait for that. Um, we haven't even met the shards from our other reads. I know. You know what I mean? Like, that, that, that did you was, meet? Did we meet Elantris? I remember when I was reading Elantris and it was uh, and Warbreaker. I was hoping that we figure something, at least a name. But I don't. At the same time, I don't think that Sanderson wants to go down the path of like the MCU, where he just like has every individual story be very repetitive, and it serving as nothing more as a setup for. You know, uh, big group movies, rumble. Yeah, 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 right. Like, like it's, and I love the MCU, but a problem that many people have, including myself, is that in the MCU, the individual movies seem as nothing more as a, than a setup for like the Avengers or like Civil War or these like you know group get together movies. And right. It seems like the individuals' stories start to feel very repetitive, 
and not as good detail wise. And right, and the, the, but that doesn't mean that people like Mister Hoyd can't be in all the novels. But it's just one, and maybe he's yeah. like maybe and, the, maybe he's just the one. Like, it's like breadcrumbs, right? Like I was talking about, like I was thinking that when I started reading Elantris and Warbreaker, that it would have a similar pattern in the sense that I will eventually, at the end of the book, discover, you know, Elantris's shard. And then, yeah, like what if he, what if he's like, what if Hoyd is the little bit of the original stone left or original shard left and he's trying to get himself back, but he needs all these things first. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, that could be true. That could be his thing. He may be a, uh, a world hopper. Um, Oh, who knows? Maybe it could be a Naruto thing. Maybe he's like black Zetsu and he's trying to restore Adonalsium to all 16, like get all 16 shards together and restore the one Adonalsium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Too many theories, man. Yeah. Too many. Theories. Oh, I can I can go on all day, but um, yeah, Chris and Naj, like that. I'm keeping an eye open for them. From now on, in these oh, yeah. books, you think they're gonna have the same name, or do you think they're gonna go by a pseudo name? I don't see why they wouldn't need to keep the same name. I mean, I could definitely keep an eye open for you know. The thing is, I'm really bad with imagery, as I've said before, so I, I couldn't really go off of like character descriptions, anyways. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this whole talk here, I was, I, I, I reread it not because I didn't understand it, but because I was just so in love. I love these campfire stories where they, they'll sit down and they'll tell another character like lore that happened long ago. I just love it. It's just, it's so juicy. I, and I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of lore, so like I like the background for all of it. Like, oh, he got this because of this, and this is why this happened, and the cause and the effect, and here and here, and it's different there. And yeah, I enjoy a lot. Yeah. Um, is there anything else regarding the shards that you wanted to bring up? Um, it's tough right now because we don't know if the shards can interact with each other because we obviously know there's more. Um, so the shards we know right now, I mean, as far as questions goes, I just want to know Oh my god! what Harmony's doing about, I just thought of something. bro. Huh. Okay, so there were 16 shards. Ruin and Preservation, yep. right? Mm-hmm. But Ruin and Preservation are no longer there. Why? Because they're both taken up. Yes. They collided with each other, killing each other's consciousness, right? Killing Vin, killing... Mm-hmm. And then Seized took both and ascended to Harmonium. Or Harmony, sorry. Um, so so does that we, mean... Yeah, what if we have all the shards... What if that... Again, like I was talking about... like. Wait, do you think Harmony and AT are... AT are do you, sorry, do you think... Um, Preservation and ruin are two shards. I think they are two separate shards. They're one they shard. Are one shard. Yes. Oh. Oops. It explains to us. Oh, I think you were right. In one of the novels that we have read, that it's one shard per world. Oh. So what? So something happened that split them up. So yeah, because I guess they were originally harmony. Yes. Okay. 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 So I thought sixteen were created. And of the 16, two of them were Harmony. I'm sorry, Ruin and Preservation. But okay. 
So you're telling me it was, Harmony was one, and then they had... Yeah, because maybe the original people that had Ferrochemy were just the original creation of Harmony. But remember Lord Ruler brought Alamancy around, didn't he? Yeah, there was no Alamancy before that. So maybe it was just... Because remember, if you read the, par- the epigraphs, there were still Ferrochemy around. Remember, because they could store heat, right. and that's what brought Alindi up to the mountain. So maybe the original people had ferrochemy, and it was bred into their blood. So there's no metal, meaning and the that shard kind yep. of came after. Okay, okay, yep. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of unanswered questions here. And the mm-hmm. thing is, I fully, hundred percent believe in Sanderson to be able to give me all these answers satisfactory, satisfactory really mm-hmm. um and yeah i just oh man i cannot wait um yeah so he goes in and this is where it, like it gets kind of i'll be honest it's kind of boring here when he leaves like not leaves gadriel but he like leaves that continent he just keeps walking and he runs uh-huh. into uh irie and her group and he like trolls one of them like he can show himself somehow in the physical realm. I, I don't know if I really understood that part. Or I think it was more so that they could see him and they could hear him. Right. So I forget. What does he get from her again? He gets some orb or something, right? The orb to ascend. Like yeah, capture and ascend, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, But yeah, this. Yeah, this was a little confusing. Yeah. A little bit. Uh. Uh, Alona, Alo, Alano, yeah, yeah, and so like pretty much, Kelsier just trolls him for three or four chapters, three chapters, and then takes the orb and pretty much goes back to Luthadel and see everything going bad, badly. Yeah. So the Irie people. Uh-huh. What do you, What are your thoughts on that? Like, well. It's tough to say because they're just they're just in the cognitive realm right now, and obviously, they have to be Elantrians. Do you think again? And I know you talked about this before, but you think that they're like post-fall Elantris? Like you remember how in the book Elantris fell as a city? Yeah, but in the book, it's funny because preservation. He talks about how they're not like Kelsier's cognitive shadow. Um, so they're aging in the cognitive realm. So again, they can't use Aeon Door off. Uh, what is it? Cell. Cell. Yes, yes, yeah. That's the planet. Right. They can't use. They can't use Aeon Door because they're too far away. Yeah, okay. So remember, I we talked about that too. I was like, this is kind of lame because if you're far from Elantris, the city itself, it's weaker. So they're a very good defensive magic, right? Like, right. But right. But the problem is, is that their fortress is glowing with Aeons. So are they? Did they make a transmitter to transmit the door? Hmm. 
or is it just enough to like give them small advantages? It's got to be just enough to give them small advantages, or they'd be going doing craziness. Oh, okay. So one one thing I did want to bring up: uh, Kelsier was the one who told Spook in the dream about spiked individuals. And remember when Spook was like burnt badly? Yeah. Um, so that was Kelsier who actually sent them that message. Yeah. That, I thought that was super yeah, cool. Yeah, so apparently reading this, and I didn't really pick up on this, was that uh, that Spook was devoted to Kelsier, but they both have broken spirits and that have resisted ruin, and that built a strong capital C connection between Kelsier and Spook. Hmm. That's crazy. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, so this is... I wonder, again, that if he's trying to... Uh, if there's someone... Uh, if there's a big bad, so to speak, in the Cosmere, and they want to restore Adonalsium. And they want to do that by, you know, colliding the shards together and then leaving the essence. And then, yeah, do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. Yes. So apparently you can break the shards into greater pieces. Right? That's what I'm getting. Because he took... Someone broke Harmony into ruin and preservation. So that being said... It, uh, maybe Warbreaker and Elantris are pieces. Mm, okay. Well... Okay. So you're saying Cell and whatever Warbreaker's planet was, that those are two pieces of one? Well, maybe that's why you can't use Aeon Door. Or you can't use Aeons off Cell. But I would have to think that you could use Hemallergy anywhere in the Cosmere. Because all you're doing is yeah, storing no, the energy. I think Hemallergy for sure. Huh, okay. Who knows? Maybe the metals have different effects on different planets. Maybe instead of a steel push, it's a... You summon... Like, do it like the uh, Warhammer type. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. That would be cool. Um, okay. Oh, uh, and then he does ask if there's a way to get back to the physical realm. He asks Spook, and Spook says no. Or sorry, Seizet <laughs> says no. And it's like very clearly a lie. Even I picked up on it right away. I'm like, are you lying? But you also have to, I bet you, I bet you Seizet did oh, yeah. that on purpose, though. He had to say no because of preservation. But because of the ruin side of him, he probably smirked like he was lying. I don't think Boom. so. Okay, so the reason, and, and I know ruin has been like dubbed as a bad guy and he kind of is in the sense because he destroys but ruin is necessary for progression right if things never die right then nothing would ever move forward right this is why right. preservation could never create right? right preservation needed ruin the power to together um to create but the thing is, it was two different consciousness, so it was just never stable. And now that it's one, ZZ mm -hmm. can create through the power of ruin and preservation. Yes. At the same time. So maybe he's just, maybe, yeah. So it was cut. Okay. So with that in mind, um, 
Kelsier was more like attuned to ruin. Right. Uh, and Vin was more attuned to preservation. And we know that, right? Because ruin uh was is it was like a method of destruction and Kelsier was uh, you know amazing at destroying things. Right? <laughs> like he brought down the final empire. And right. Vin, she is more about she likes kind of the way things are. She wants to kind of preserve to the way things are. Maybe I'm reaching on that one, but Kelsey one, that one I believe for sure he is more ruined. And when I first read that, I was like, eh, I was kind of offended that they're kind of trying to put my boy Kelsey down. But then I'm like, no, they're not. I don't think Sanderson's trying to put him down. I think, if anything, he's trying to highlight that ruin is not inherently bad. It's just one side of a right. necessary coin. So, or evil. I don't know if necessary once I have a necessary coin is a thing, but I'm making it a thing. Um, but yeah, this is this is crazy. Because uh, it starts to see that's the problem. We're opening up all kinds of questions, and as we go into the Stormlight Archive, we're going to be asking ourselves like, "Oh, was uh, was that was that part of the shard? Uh, was that yeah, part of the yeah, yeah. No, that's that's how does that happen? happen? Um. All right, so final thoughts as regarding specifically, do you think Sazet, or sorry, Spook and Kelsier are still alive as of Miss Born Era 2? Uh, Kelsier, maybe Spook, I, I'll go 50 50. Kelsier, 75%. Okay, I think I can agree with that. Kelsier being the survivor, I can, I think he's still alive. Um, and yes, I agree. Spook, 50 50 on that one. But I don't. So the, the okay. So question about the Eyrie, right? The Eyrie right. were trying. They had a device to capture one of the shards. So I'm assuming so they can give it to Alonoi, Alonoi, Alono, something like that. That old lady, give it to her so she can ascend. Now my question is, the everyone else that was with her. Were they truly there with her to help her ascend? Or were they like, you know, at the last second, I'm going to take it for myself? How loyal was her crew is what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. I, that's what... Because, dude, th this... I. <laughs> I, if you guys can't tell, I'm getting really frustrated just talking about it because there's so much unknown, and I really want to just... I want all the answers right now. There's so many questions that I'm afraid I'm going to forget some of the questions that I still have. Right. But, yeah, um, I think there there's really no further points to bring up unless if you have anything. Mm. Well, you know, he gives us a lot so much right here but he gives yeah, us so little no it's so and I, I guarantee you once we actually figure it out we're gonna come back and we're gonna read some of these breadcrumbs and realize he gave us more than we actually realized and we're gonna be slapping ourselves yep yeah so that's that and you know what what are the implications of the magic system on 
Roshar or in Stormlight Archive coming into like are they is will we see Hoyd use the magic system in Stormlight and then throw some sort of metal coin in somebody's dome? Like on the same planet. Like what what are the implications of the powers and how is they gonna how are they gonna be used to be combined? And are they gonna have to form an Avengers style team to fight the rebirth of Adam no. Yes, that's it. I figured it out. No. I figured it out. It's that. That's what's happening. <laughs> all right. All right. No more MCU yeah, for you. I'm bring back Adam I just know it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But yeah, this is. I've seen some artwork for Adam and it's just so cool. The shattering. It just. So cool. So now that we're done with Mistborn, are we going to read um, the White Sand stuff? Um, you know, like Edge Dancer and Dawn Shard for the Stormlight Archive. Like, are we going to read some of those supplementary works or smaller read, works too? Uh, the Edge Dancer and Dawn Shard as release orders. So I think Edge Dancer comes out. After Words of Radiance, I'm gonna have to double check on that. Um, what did you just send me? That's Adonalsium. That's the 16 shards. That's the 16 shards, and then they have split and yeah. combined. And wow, that's pretty. I like that artwork. Can I get that tattooed yeah, on my forehead? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Never looked at again. <laughs> so just go to you know a jujitsu match with like a Adonalsium tattoo on your chest or something. That'd be cool. But yeah. Anyways, um man, this I hope we didn't miss anything super big, but I think we touched on like some of the big stuff that really stuck out to me. Uh I'm sure that there were some little details here and there that we didn't pick up on, and that's going to be a big thing moving forward in the Cosmere. And but to be honest, that's what makes this stuff more exciting. I'm not one of those people uh, I used to be, but I'm no longer one of those people that's going to sit here and I dissect every little thing because that ends up ruining it for myself because usually I, with the help of other comments on Reddit with their uh, like understanding, you know, with all our ideas pulled together, a lot of times we end up figuring out the spoiling it for ourselves, you know, for lack of a better right. term. And I, just, I don't, I don't want to do that. I really don't. Um, Yep. So, yeah, uh, that'll about convert from us for that episode. Next time, we'll be finishing up Expanse Season 2. That's next week. And then the week after that, we are... Just pretend I'm doing a drum roll. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> archive. Um, I will announce, hopefully, next episode exactly which chapters we're going to be covering. But I'm thinking something along the lines of the prelude. Yeah, the whole book. The whole book. Just hold the book. Just come here. Ready to re talk about the whole book. Um, but no, all jokes aside, it'll be something like prelude to uh, chapter five or maybe chapter four even. I don't know. But yeah, like I said, that'll do it for us for that episode. So uh, until next time, thank you, everyone.